to the Voice of HK podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Bajik-Smith, and in over a decade, I have supported hundreds of older adults to improve their well-being in late life. This podcast offers an authentic insight into aged care, practical tips, and all the inspiration to keep you going. I truly believe that every older person needs to feel heard, loved, and understood. And it is my mission to halve the depression rates in Australian aged care facilities by 2022. Today, I'm really excited to uh, be interviewing Michelle and Mike from Love to Live program. Now, they're a fantastic duo that have worked in aged care for quite a while. And I wanted to talk to Michelle first about this amazing program that they run and about how she came up with the concept. So, hello, Michelle. Hi, Julie. How are you? Good, thanks. Please tell me a little bit more about what you guys do at Love to Live. Uh, So the Love to Live program is specially designed for um, people who are living in the aged care community. So um, we train people and also run classes in aged care facilities, day centres and community centres. So what is involved with the class? So um, with Love to Live, we bridge the gap between um, being an entertainer and also being a fitness instructor. So we come along... Uh, pop some music on and have a lot of fun um, with the participants and we have special um, tools throughout our class which help um, to build the confidence and self-worth of the participants and help them to lift their mood through um, human connection and movement yeah that sounds amazing so how long does the (laughs) session go for is it an hour or I usually do a 45 minute session yep and is there like a number of weeks that the program goes for or is it repeated or how do you go about structuring it? So um, we visit the facilities depending on the needs of that facility. So some places I visit every week, some places every fortnight, some places I'm a special guest once a month. So it just depends on um, the needs of the facility and obviously their budget <laughs> yeah. yeah, and their time frame. Yes. And the important question, what kind of music do you play? We play all different types of music, um, international music, all sorts of things. That way we um, take the residents on a little bit of a holiday and also hope to introduce them to some perhaps some new things that they haven't heard before. So that's always very exciting. That sounds amazing. So you mentioned that um, the program helps participants with their mood. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Okay, so it's, it's very shown that um, music in particular creates um, a happy mood and also that movement also does the same. So the, com- uh, the combination of them two is just absolutely a perfect um, vehicle to lift their mood and we also connect with the residents a lot and encourage them to join in. So with that all together, we all have a wonderful time. Mm. So how yeah. did you come about this idea and this program? Did you have a personal experience with aged care um, transition of a loved one or how, how did the whole concept come about? Okay, so I think it was 2012 my mother-in-law went into a lovely aged care facility 
And even though the staff were wonderful and they had a lot of lovely programs, I could see that um, things were lacking a little bit for her. She was a very, very bright, vibrant lady who on her 90th birthday absolutely tore up the dance floor and left all the young people for, um, yeah, she's an absolutely unbelievable woman. So when I saw what was on offer for her, I really felt that I needed to um, um, step in and fortunately the facility uh, trusted me and let me run some classes for the residents and um, at first, to be honest, I wasn't great. <laughs> but um, with more research and study and working with the group, five years later, we now have the Love to Live program. So that's very exciting. And I still visit that group there and quite a few of the residents from when I first started, which is lovely. Oh, that's lovely. So yeah. the program is um, for, for participants who come and they sit for the duration of the class for 45 minutes? They do. Everyone is sitting down. And then, so they, they do the dance moves sitting and so it helps with their physical well-being, but it also lifts their mood, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. So it does, uh, we do a whole lot of different things that improve motor function. Um, we also uh, um, provide just an element of fitness and also um, the, muse the movement through to music helps um, promote mobility. So we do all of those sorts of things. And it also increases their mental stimulation, which for me is very, very important. Yeah. So how does that increase their mental stimulation? Well, we do uh, use a whole lot of different tools, including use of rhythm and um, a whole lot of different things that um, make their brain work faster. Work faster. That's great. Yeah. And so you mentioned with the mood that um, participants who have or who identify with low mood are targeted for the program. So it's, is that um, identified through the facility? Uh, yes, we ask the facility to encourage all of those that normally wouldn't go along to an exercise class to come along to our class because um, everybody enjoys a little bit of, um, bit of music and um, we have a lot of fun. And most importantly, um, we don't put any of the participants any, under any pressure to participate at a great level. They're allowed, more than welcome to sit and listen to the music if they want to because we understand that for them, coming along to the class and staying there for that period of time may even be a challenge. Mm. And so... It's, it sounds like it's the common, you know, barrier with a lot of activities on offer in facilities is that initially participants might have some reluctance and they may not um, warm up to a new activity, but once they actually come and see what's going on, um, they are likely to come back again and again for the, for the classes. They do, and it's quite funny because I have a lovely gentleman, Graham, at one of the places that I visit, and a few weeks ago his daughter took him into the city to um, a morning melodies show and she'd asked a few family members along and they'd planned to go out to lunch and Graham refused to go to lunch. So when I got to their afternoon class, there was Graham with his family with takeaway sandwiches and coffees because he had wanted to be back for my class. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, the whole family stayed for the class because they wanted to see what all the fuss was about. <laughs> Oh, that's that's amazing. And I guess, you know, with the new um, aged care standards, it really is about facilities promoting that consumer dignity and choice and allowing them to, to decide what to do. And Graham yes. certainly knew what he wanted to do. 
Yeah, he does. He's gorgeous. He's often my beautiful assistant, sits next to me and shows everybody how it's done. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And I believe you've had so much success with the program that you are now looking at licensing it. We are. We've, um, We've had one instructor training here in Melbourne and um, we have another one coming and we also have booked in Perth, uh, Brisbane and Adelaide this year. So we're looking forward to going and meeting all of our new Love to Live angels, as we call them. <laughs> yep, that's amazing. So I wanted to talk to your um, partner, Mike, a little bit about licensing and what is involved with it. Hi, Mike. Hi, Julie. Hi to everyone who's listening. Um, so yeah, as far as licensing is concerned, uh, at the moment, the program is still in the very early stages and uh, we weren't quite expecting it to uh, to uh, become so popular so fast. So, you know, at the moment, as you know, with licensing, there's a lot of legal issues involved. So we're still feeling our way as far as licensing is concerned. But uh, the two main areas that we have identified is number one, that the license will belong either to the individual So to, for example, a person who's maybe an entertainer or contractor to an aged care facility, so they will then hire their services to the aged care facility, and so they will own the license. Or the second way is whereby the aged care facility has the license to run the program uh, with their staff actually teaching the program. And so therefore, we have these two uh, training, uh, training types running alongside each other. So um, as Michelle mentioned, we have, you know, trainings for individuals, which we're rolling out now nationally. And uh, in a few weeks, we're also doing our first corporate training whereby um, an aged care provider is actually training their staff in-house to to teach the program as well. That sounds so fascinating. So can you tell me a little bit about what's involved with training? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So look, you know, as Michelle mentioned, the whole idea is to train people to go into a facility and to ultimately make the residents feel good and make them feel happy. And that's our ultimate goal. And actually the, the, the vision of the Love to Live program is to, number one, to entertain people, number two, to engage people, and number three, also to empower people. So we really hope that in that short 45-minute session, we can really get our Love to Live instructors to achieve those three things. So, um, you know, some of the things that we do provide in the training is, number one, we talk to them about the kind of residents that they're going to be interacting with, some of the challenges, some of the chronic illnesses that the residents may have. Um, And then, of course, we also talk about a movement and what kinds of um, considerations need to be put in place in order to modify the movements to make it suitable for the residents so that at the end of the class, the residents feel successful. Uh, Because, you know, if you make something unachievable, they're not going to be able to do it. And also, they won't want to come back and do it again. So that's a really, really big thing for us. And then, of course, as you know, working in an aged care environment, there are so, so many little things that need to be considered. Um, And so we really take a lot of time to focus on all these little things to make sure that number one, when the instructor goes in, they are successful. And then, like I said, number two, the resident feels as though they've had a great time as well. So that's that's really important to support the the instructor as well as those residents in in that nurturing environment. So on on, in a practical sense, um, the licensing program, uh, what is involved with that? 
Yeah, so um, uh, the, the actual, tra- well, I'm not sure if you're talking about the training. but The, the training the, itself. Yeah, so yeah, if someone right. wants to come on board and become a licensee, what, yeah. what, what, what time commitment would that be out of them? Yeah, absolutely. So the training is actually for two full days. So it runs from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And, uh, you know, we focus on everything. And it's very much practical based because uh, we have found, because um, I've been training people in fitness for many years now, and we have found that if you actually apply things practically in a training, people remember it better. And um, also they can grasp the concepts a lot better. So during the training itself, during those two days, we actually get people to come up and, you know, to, to actually start to, to put all these principles in practice, all the skills that we teach them in practice. We get them to start teaching already. We get them to actually start choreographing routines to music so that we can actually give them a one-on-one a, a feedback you know, during the training itself so that they're not kind of finishing the training and then walking away and having to start from scratch. So, you know, the whole idea is really to empower the instructors and make sure that they have enough tools to successfully go away and start, you know, engaging with residents. And so there is ongoing um, support and training provided to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's so important for us is because we want people to come to a training. We don't, we don't want people to come to a training and then, you know, six months down the track, they kind of find their manual in the, in the wardrobe somewhere and go, oh, my goodness, that's right. I did a Love to Live training six months ago. I totally forgot about that. You know, the whole idea is that we really want them to become engaged straight away. And the way that we do that is, of course, to, you know, literally hold their hand. It depends on how much skills they already have because a lot of people who come to our training have already been working in the aged care environment. And, of course, this is just an extension of what they're doing already. Um, And then we have people who are completely brand new to it. And, um, you know, we even have um, the whole idea of actually providing people with work because, you know, sometimes it can be quite challenging going out into the aged care facility and approaching a facility and asking them for work because, you know, that in itself can be quite challenging. So that's something that we are also helping people with doing is actually finding the work. Okay, right. And so who would be the ideal um, licensee to do the program? Mm. Uh, that's a great question. And, you know, for us, we try and be all inclusive. So we want to make the program available for everybody. So when it comes to prerequisites, there are no prerequisites as such. All we ask is that people are really passionate about working in the aged care environment and actually making a difference in the lives of people in the aged care community. Because without that, you're not going to be successful at all. Mm. And, you know, so we have people who've come to our trainings who, um, you know, have been as old as uh, 50 or 60 years old and um, as young as 20 years old. So, um, you know, we really don't have any limitations as far as that's concerned. I think Uh, we even had a 70-year-old Mark last time. Yeah, that's right, you know. And it doesn't really matter if they have experience in fitness industry. Mm, Not at all. So, um, you know, that's the other thing because... You know, what we do is we give them these tools, we give them these skills, and then we say to them, okay, if you feel that that is enough for you to go out and empower other people, great. But remember that there are so many other um, courses out there that you can do, um, you know, to, to, uh, to increase how much knowledge you have, because as you know, knowledge is power. Mm. Um, and so the more that you know, the more, the more that you can actually be successful, you know, and 
I mean, as you know, you work in the aged care industry and you know that there's so much work out there. There's so much opportunity. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do is to show people and open the door to them and make them realize that, you know, this industry is a growing industry and there's so much opportunity available in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And my particular passion is about, you know, mental health and improving the well-being in all the people. And this sounds like a wonderful combination of physical movement and music. And research has indicated that those two um, elements can significantly improve well-being of all the people in, in residential care. So I think the program sounds amazing. So if people wanted to find out more about it, how can they get in touch with you? Michelle? So you can um, visit our website, which is lovetoliveangels.com. And we've got a lot of information there, our contact details, and also all of our trainings that are available around Australia at the moment are up there. But if um, you find that there's not one in your area, feel free to contact us and we will let you know when one becomes available or if there's enough demand, we'll make one available. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mike, Michelle. I think it sounds like a wonderful opportunity and I look forward to sharing all your details about this wonderful incentive and and speaking again with you in the future about your programs and activities that you're doing. Thank you, Julie. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes, thank you, Julie. Well, that is another episode of The Voice of Aged Care done and dusted. Be sure to become a subscriber on your podcast app of choice so that you don't miss out when I release the next episode. I'd love to know what you're thinking of this podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. So leave a rating and review too. Over on my website, wisecare.com.au, you can find my free guide full of practical tips on supporting older people with cognitive impairment. Let's face it. Sometimes it's the impaired memory aspect of supporting the aged that feels the most challenging. And I want to give you practical strategies to deal with this. Go to wisekit.com.au for your free copy of this amazing resource. See you in the next episode. Oh, 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 o